Sunday, May 5, 2019, 7.30 p.m. Hi, C. I spent my time at the airport browsing the stores, looking around and people watching. I settled into my gate and decided that I will tell I about the accident and the bar and my trip. She read it immediately and asked me to call. I called and we spent about an hour in pleasant conversation. I was pleased with myself in the end because I remember there was a time when I didn't think I could talk to her and be falling apart afterwards. I bought dinner and ate it before boarding. Also happy that I've been consistently making healthier choices with my food and eating a bit more ethically. The lady who sat beside me was a little chatty but was very nice. I landed and the lady and I hugged. Had to wait a while for my luggage and my dad and Casper were waiting for me. I was so glad I had someone who would pick me up from the airport that late and who finally helped me with my luggage. I changed and wait and went straight to bed. I was very annoyed that my mom took down my calendar and my MS-150 posters from my wall so it'll be cleaner. I texted her an angry text asking her not to touch my stuff next time. I woke up early and then slept some more. I was hurting and didn't want to move. I woke up at 9.30 and prepared breakfast. I had breakfast with parents and we hung out while waiting for my dad to finish some things he had to do. I took pictures of my mom with Casper and was happy that she was in a good mood. I was cleaning my room and decluttering. I inspected my helmet again so I can turn it in to the manufacturer. It turns out my helmet was cracked all the way through. Still glad it wasn't my head that was cracked. I ran some errands with my mom and dad and was having a good time. I texted Buffalo Chick, asking if she was day drinking on Cinco de Mayo. She said she was with her parents. I said I was drinking tea with my parents too. I talked about being alone and how she can't and never had to. How she envies me for being able to be alone. About bunnies and how they eat her flowers. It's starting to feel a little empty, talking to her, like eating junk food. I thought about how I would and should rather be alone than being in a relationship for the sake of being in a relationship, how I'm in no position to be in one, and how one day it will be a conscious choice to be with someone, and it'll be great. In the meantime, I will work on myself and enjoy my time. I went home, I cleaned my shoes and my bike, my aunt and uncle are hanging out with us, and I'm just home. I took the strong painkillers during the day because I wasn't driving, thinking I'm PMSing because I've been short and less patient. I'm happily spending time with my family and watching the dogs play and run around right now. Thanks, C. Monday, May 6, 2019, 2.38 p.m. Hi, I have 9 a.m. on my calendar for tomorrow. Is that right? Also, may I please bring Casper with me? 10 o'clock. Yes, you can bring him. I knew the 9 a.m. felt off. Thank you. Also, for Thursday, can you do 11.30 instead of 9.30? Yes, 11.30. Thursday is good. Tuesday, May 7, 5.32 p.m. My aunt and uncle left at midnight last night. My aunt and I watched the Born Supremacy and Angels and Demons. I slept almost immediately after they left. I woke up a little late and in pain. My mom and I had plans to go out and do some shopping. I asked her to drive because it hurts to move. Casper was with us. 
I felt like I was in a fog, but I was bent on having a good time hanging out with my mom. I ran a couple of my own errands too. We ate lunch outdoors on a patio somewhere and we went home. I prepared for my appointment with my PCP. I told her what happened and my concerns. I felt a little dismissed, but also scared as I've never been told I've had a concussion before. I was promised I will make a full recovery within a month, though, and that I won't lose my range of motion. I went to pick up my prescriptions and then went home. I'm just going through the motions of living, doing what I need to do or trying to. I took a nap and I got home. I've been feeling sleepy lately. I'm attributing it to PMS. I cooked dinner and ate with my parents. I took care of some virtual errands and spent the rest of the night in bed on my phone and having Netflix play in the background. May 7th, 2019. Woke up at 7.30 and got up within 15 minutes. I was debating whether to go back to sleep, but I decided I couldn't. Also, I was in a lot of pain, so I needed to eat so I could take my meds. I prepared Casper's food, and then I ate my breakfast. I went to the backyard and let him out and then got ready for our appointment. I felt cold and sad on the way to you. I realize PMS is a factor, but like I've always said, I don't want to be affected by hormones this much. I couldn't help but think of why I was being sad. Then I tried not to think about it and just tried to do what's in front of me. I'm worried about brain damage as I've been extra forgetful lately. I left my car keys at my doctor's and I left my phone in your office. Probably nothing, but I worried for a little bit. Casper and I went to the grocery store and I picked up something. I was going to get milk tea, but I told myself that it won't make me happy and if I shouldn't fill the void with material things. I thought about living a purer life, as I was trying to do for a while. Less screen time, less consumption of media, no social networking, healthier food and drink, healthier friends. I found myself reaching for my phone to distract myself more and more lately. I started thinking about homework. I got home, thought about the kind of person I want to be, and made my bed. I made the difficult, difficult phone call to sign up again for the review course. I checked out the calendar and did one video. I printed out the calendar and stuck it to the wall to visualize my next three months. I had lunch and took a nap on the couch. I've been feeling ill and apparently... I've been running a low-grade fever, according to my thermometer. I woke up a while ago and was just reading random articles and posts on Reddit. It sucks that I can't move properly. I'm going to have a renewed appreciation for the freedom of my upper body movement when all this is over. I was reaching out earlier to my friend in Thailand until he slept. Then I reached out to my cycling friend. She's depressed and wasn't too responsive. The girl I went out with once was updating me about goings-on in her life and hopes I can meet her cat someday, which is nice, but I'm super wary of her suicidal tendencies and depression. Plus, she lives on the other side of town. I'm going to go play some lectures and wait until my parents come home. I'll make some soup. It's soup weather, but I really just want to crawl into bed and rest. I'm debating whether that's a sadness thing or a good god we've been on the move so much can we please just rest and be still we're getting a little sick here thing. Wednesday, May 8, 2019, 7.10 p.m. Hi, C. Last night, I didn't watch more videos, but I told myself that I will finish the diagnostic exam the next day. I also signed up for a couple of big bike rides in the fall. I had dinner with my parents. 
I showered, I played with Casper, and I felt a lot better. I began swiping through the apps again and downloaded a new app. I matched with a couple of girls. One gave me her number, but I let fizzle out quickly, and one girl I've liked on other apps and matched here. We texted back and forth a bit until I slept. The conversation is pretty blah. I woke up a little late and in pain, but I'm thankful that the pain is getting better. I can feel my range of motion improving, and I'm excited about it. I'm still a long way to go, though. I prepared breakfast for Casper and took him out to the backyard. I made breakfast for myself and set about starting my diagnostic exam. There were five hours allotted for it, but I finished it in two and a half hours. I took a lot of breaks, though. I slogged through it because it was my goal to finish it today. It was difficult to get through. I didn't leave the house. I also finished reviewing the answers. I'm happy about that and happy about getting a relatively high score, 73%, and the passing was 60%. I was high throughout all the subjects of the multiple choice. I'll have to devise a plan to study for the essays. I might go through those lectures first this time around and do the practice essays. I was also thinking about homework. I'm also trying to see if staying at home while studying is not going to be good for me, but perhaps a constant struggle against the temptation to be distracted or get too comfortable will help me be more structured. I do realize that staying at home can be a recipe for uncomfortable thoughts, but I'll see. It will be extra uncomfortable when my parents leave for the Philippines. Looking back on it now, since I finished what I needed to finish, today isn't all that bad considering the mental bog I was making myself wade through. I console myself with the thought that pretty soon I will get into the groove of a new routine and I will be just fine. The girl I texted last night and I were texting a little bit this afternoon. After a while, she said she'd prefer to meet up first and then chat some more if there's chemistry. She's physically attractive, but then she is self-admittedly blah. I find myself thinking about E and how much chemistry we had, and how easy it was to talk to her, and how great our dates turned out to be. Trying to relegate those memories as just good memories and remind myself that something unimaginably better will come along because I'm tempted again to check on her. I'm going to spend some time with my parents at dinner, shower, and then get to bed at a reasonable hour. Thank you, C. Casper and I will see you at 11.30 a.m. tomorrow. Oops, Casper won't be joining us after all tomorrow. Impromptu doggy sleepover slash playdate. What? Playdate over me? And I said, I'll convey your disappointment with scritches and belly rubs. Thursday, May 9, 2019, 7, 12 p.m. Hi, C. Last night, my uncle and aunt dropped off their dog, Mokmok, before they went to church. I then found out that it was going to be a sleepover. I had a lot of fun wrangling the dogs and being a referee. Casper ended up being extra snuggly and clingy because he was jealous of the other dog. I couldn't move much and I didn't have a restful night because they were both snuggling up to me, but it was so cute and worth it. I dreamt that I was camping and cycling with elementary school friends. While walking along a suspended wooden walkway with my friend Chris, somehow she disappeared between the second breakpoint in our destination. I arranged for a search party. I called out her name. I kept going out to look for her. I got increasingly guilty. 
someone called me from India saying that I shouldn't look for her because I told her to just go home to her temple at the second break point. Then I remembered that she committed suicide in 2003. I've never really had a dream about her until now. I woke up at 6.30 and let the dogs out, considering starting my day, then decided I needed to sleep some more. I woke up at 8.45 and texted with my aunt. They were going to pick up their dog in a couple of hours. I chatted with my college best friend too. I like that. I cooked breakfast for all of us after feeding the dogs. I had to hand feed Casper because he was annoyed with Mokmok. I ate, I took my medicine, and got ready to leave for our appointment. I saw it to my aunt and uncle before leaving. I felt good before, and even better during and after a session. It made me feel like there are some things about myself and my wants that I'm not entirely honest about, and I am grateful that you tried to take to make me see that. It may, it might take a couple of tries, but I'll get it eventually. I picked up a pastry and dashed off to the medical center for my appointment with my endocrinologist. Everything was great. My A1C was 7.2, and she was happy with how I'm doing. She checked my bruises and pronounced that I'm healing nicely for a diabetic. I liked her having her fuss over my boo-boos. I just now remember that I loved having I fuss over my boo-boos, and I'm glad I have access to a doctor when I need it. I then swung around to Mokmok's house to pick up Casper. My aunt took him home after they visited me so he won't be alone, and we chatted a bit. I went home feeling good. I listened to music. I decided to walk around at the dog park and give Casper a bath. I may have overestimated my healing because it was difficult to walk fast, and I could feel the pain in my chest still. I sought shelter in the shade and chatted a bit with a lady and her little five-year-old human son. It was pleasant, and I was thinking that I don't mind the warm weather. I'm from the tropics. I was built for this. But I'm not ready to get back on a bike or do yoga, or swim, or apparently even walk fast. I'll heal soon, though. I went home, and now I'm resting on the couch while texting a little with Joe. I sent the first text this time. Talked about the weather, and then she sent me a picture of her adorable kid. I sent her a pic of Casper. I'm going to eat dinner, then shower, and then attend to some requirements for the bar I need to sign up for. It's been a good day. I wanted to reach out to people, and I did. Thank you, C. It doesn't make up for his absence earlier, but here is a pic of Casper after I gave him a bath earlier. Friday, May 10th, 2019, 7.15 p.m. Hi, C. I kind of regretted my trip to the dog park and my overconfidence about my healing. I was frustrated with myself that even walking a little bit made me feel so much worse. I was in pain most of the night and I couldn't sleep properly. I finally slept at 2 a.m. I dreamt that I was away at a camp. There was a selection committee for grad school in my high school. My high school crush was there then. We were walking. We talked about artificial insemination and heteronormativity. She then had to be taken to the hospital. Then I was telling her I'll see her at breakfast tomorrow. It felt like we were in love or something. I drove in my truck and got stuck somewhere with a lot of strong winds. Vehicles were getting blown away and so was mine. I got involved in a six-car pile-up. I called my dad and I was shaken. I almost got blown away by the winds while walking. 
Someone told me to engage my core when fighting against the wind. I woke up at 6.30 and then at 9. I fed Casper. I meditated and had breakfast. I was being miserable on the couch. I thought of a buffalo chick, and I was trying to tell myself that my mind is just playing tricks with me, that I'm in love with her, or that something could come of this in the future. I got pulled back into the present when I checked my mail, and I was invited by my cycling club to be an officer next season, in August. I was honored and accepted it after I read through the job description. I turned on my computer and asked for guidance from the regional director in charge of the New York bar exam for my review course. It was an email that I dreaded to send. I also got in touch with a recruiter from Dallas who asked me to send her my MS-150 pics. I talked on the phone for a bit with Warren, my friend from Thailand, and chatted with R, my Tinder friend. R said she was watching scary things on Hulu. I said I can barely watch scary movies with other people, let alone be by myself. She said she will watch scary movies with me. I appreciated that. I was tempted to arrange to meet. I got dressed out of my pajamas. I then went to buy some pastries and got milk tea with Casper. It made me feel better to be outside and have fresh air. I went to the pet store with him to get treats. I then started to keel over several times because I felt like the earth was unstable. I didn't fall, but the store made me sit down. After a while, it was still happening, and my extremities were very cold and clammy, so they told me to call my PCP and ask what to do. I was told to head to urgent care or an ER. They didn't let me drive, and they were happy to look after Casper. The urgent care I Ubered to was close, so I went to the ER. The ER doc is thinking I may have blood clots in my lungs, and no one has checked my brain. I'm not worried. I'm embarrassed that I'm inconveniencing people. I'm concerned that people will think I'm a whiny crybaby who rushes off to the doctor at the slightest thing. I'm even more worried that this might be perceived as attention-seeking behavior and that I'm a delicate freaking flower. Casper is being picked up by my parents and they will drive my truck back to me. I'm hoping to still be able to make it to the 7.30pm show of a local orchestra I've been meaning to see and to which I invited my parents. Thank you, C. Friday, May 10, 2020, or 8.20 p.m. Update, all clear. It's an effect of the concussion, the doc said. I'm to lie down and rest and be still. I'm just be still. I'm so glad everything is okay. That's C talking. How can this be seen as attention-seeking behavior? I said, me too. It seems excessive, although I believe it's necessary. My family is not very fond of going to the doctor. My sister-in-law made a remark months ago that I'm wasting my money on therapy. One of the first questions my mom asked me earlier was how much the ER visit will cost me, and I said nothing. I feel restricted and misunderstood when she tells me not to go on bike rides or see friends and just study. I mean, she has a point, but it makes me feel that I can't handle my own affairs or make my own decisions about things. Saturday, May 11, 2019, 11.35 a.m. My therapist said, you need an outlet, you need to visit friends, you need to ride your bike, and you need to study. This is a package deal. Many people think that therapy is a waste of time and money, but usually those people are the ones that need it the most and are afraid to go. 
And I said, ah, that felt so good. Thank you. You are amazing. Saturday, May 11, 2019, 6.42 p.m. Hi, C. I got home and ate dinner. My mom bought me Thai food while waiting for me. I felt woozy at times, but I didn't say anything. My mom made me feel that I was... It was all a great con- con- inconvenience. I don't want them to think I can't be left alone here so close to them leaving. And I know I'll be okay. It was getting late so I showered and tried to sleep. I was able to sleep early and then I was in pain again. I eventually got over it but I kept waking up. Looking forward to a restful night. I woke up late and groggy. I fed Casper and hung out with my mom. I had breakfast and got dressed. I'm proud of myself for being able to wear the shirt that I bought when I was with E. I liked your text because it validated me. And I appreciate it every time you do that. I love to pick up some photos and brought treats to the pet store I was in yesterday as a thank you. We made a Mother's Day card for my mom with Casper's paw prints and headed home. I texted Buffalo Chick. Light banter. She's doing well and her girlfriend is making her happy. My mom and dad wanted to go out, but I had to wait for them to get ready. My dad took a long time and then they ended up bickering and being negative to each other. My mom keeps switching between offering to give me money and telling me not to go anywhere or spend on anything and just study. She was even made she, she even made a remark that I wasted so much time cycling. I shut it down immediately. And I said I needed to do it, and she shouldn't say things like that. She mumbled something that at least it was good for my health. I think she is just projecting her feelings about herself to me because she buys a lot of frivolous things. I ran some errands with my parents and Casper. I felt good being with Casper. I acknowledge that I feel uncomfortable being alone, and this is a skill that I need to hone so I can be successful later on in relationships when I'm ready. I'm having a tough time reconciling dating or seeing what's out there and developing the ability to be comfortable while alone. I keep reverting to, if I'm not ready, why am I even looking? But I know I want to keep looking, or at least be open. I'm a little sad but not devastated about the acknowledgement that Buffalo Chick is in a relationship. I think I needed to see it though and wish her well. I'm glad I did it, but wary that I might dwell on it in the next days instead of telling myself it's a great reason to move on and that she's not the one for me. This is for the coming week, but I hope I will be okay being alone next week for long periods of time. I have a game plan if it seems like I might be, it might be unbearable. Right now, the plan is to flee or to the coffee shop just in case, or just get out of the house. But I will try to confront the feelings so I can work through them. Fleeing might not work in the long run. Looking forward to studying again, though. I might need to motivate myself in the morning more and remind myself that everything else is less important than what I ultimately have to do, which is study. I have to back up acti- I have backup activities, but I will tap those when I'm struggling. I struggle sometimes. I'm looking forward to the day when my reports to you Do not contain any thoughts of a woman but myself. I think I've had a few of those. I was thinking about how alone this, how this alone time period of therapy 
It's about my, the nitty-gritty details of what needs to be improved upon with me. I'm home and I'm entertaining. Doggy playdate at home. My parents are leaving Monday and my aunt and uncle are visiting. Thank you, C.